Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Mark Rattledge, and this is Ye Old Metal Hammer of Doom. On the docket tonight is a little band that came together in 1988 to bring you some of the best death metal the world has ever seen. These fellas be Cannibal Corpse, and their new album, Red Before Black, came out on November 3rd of this year. We're going to talk about it tonight, but I am not alone. I am never alone. I've always got a posse behind me of people ready to talk your face off. In the first chair, he is the Metal Coop. He is the Metal Coop, Robert Cooper. How do you do, sir? Uh, I just can't wait for the uh, parody album, Bread Before Crack. <laughs> here, here, we, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we already, have, we already have Cannabis Corpse. We do. They also put out a new album this year, or are about to. Um, and in the second chair tonight, oh, ladies and gentlemen, the third. That's right. <laughs> or the third chair, depending on uh, your vantage point. He's the host of source material in his own right. He's the disapproving dad. And death metal is his favorite genre of me- of, of metal. He everyone knows it, ladies and gentlemen. A man who loves Cannibal Corpse. He's been following him since 1988. He just doesn't want to admit it. He's Jesse Starcher. How do you do, sir? Ten years old, I said, Mom, here's what I want for my birthday. There's a new band coming. Uh, yeah, it's 1988. I'm getting my first Nintendo, and I want to play Super Mario Brothers by the sounds of the initial Cannibal Corpse album. That's my life. How did you know, Mark Radley? Because <laughs> I am a fucking genius. That's why. Fucking genius. Unbelievable. I am a Fucking genius, baby. Let me How let me tell tonight? you a little something. I'm doing all right. I, I want to start this off because we always talk a little something about our kids every once in a while. And I'm I'm just want to let you know, in my household there has been this weird renaissance of Justin Bieber amongst my kids. How does that fucking happen? How does that happen? Know. Like all of a sudden the Cure's playing 
uh, shit from like 2012 or whatever, you know, when he started, when his first album dropped. And then now my seven-year-old son is like legitimately coming downstairs and cranking the radio up and watching all his YouTube videos. And I swear if I have to hear baby, baby, baby one more fucking time, I'll join Cannibal Corpse myself. I don't know if you have, you probably have too much neck for that. <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you this. We, um, you know, I went to, I was telling Rob before I, uh, I had my labs done today. I had my checkup at the Yeo cancer hospital and, uh, well at the moment I don't have cancer. So knock on wood there. Um, Ooh. but afterwards my, uh, my, my kids and my fa- and my wife and I, Joined my brother-in-law, my nephew, and my mother-in-law uh, for dinner. Nothing. It wasn't like celebratory. It was just nobody made anything, and it was late by the time we were done with my appointment. So we all went out and we had uh, we had dinner at like a bar and grill. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have uh, have this one near you. Oh, what's it called? Old Glory or Glory Road or Glory Hole or I don't know. Oh um, no! Boo! <laughs> Eat at the glory hole. Come on. Glory hole. All they serve is two steak. (laughs) Oh, two steak and mayonnaise. Glory hole. (laughs) (laughs) CPI right there. Anywho. um, So uh, they were playing at the glory hole. They were playing uh, Call Me Maybe. And me and my daughter were rocking out to it. Oh, nice. Carly Reed Thompson. We were were Mm -hmm. at the table. Eating our meal from Glory Hole, and we were singing along bring the to. Kids. Uh, it's a family affair. <laughs> and we were singing along to, uh, "Call Me Maybe," and my oh, daughter yeah, actually felt up. This is, she she totally did a woo, a woo girl thing. She was like, "This is my song," and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> that's enough of that." Uh, damn. Do you know how often I have to hear that damn song? Oh, does it play a lot? Oh, every is that is at that on the music at, at Lowe's? It is. You know what? Right now, there's every three songs is a Christmas song. So it's like Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Christmas song. Repeat. <laughs> so Jesse, I just, just um, quick change of subject, but not really. Yeah. I am trying to extol the virtues of Ma Nucci to my wife. She doesn't understand. <laughs> Ah, uh, Manucci. She don't take shit from Manucci, no one. You don't want to get your, you don't want you don't want your wife to take any lessons off Manucci. That's for dang sure, because your your ass would be grass. Buddy. She she did not understand my obsession with Manucci. I was trying to tell her, but she wouldn't listen. <laughs> Great stuff. Cannot wait for that episode to drop on Monday. We're referencing source material, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, Frank. Is going to be dropping Monday on. The uh, on the old network here, so keep an ear out. Manucci, you'll learn all about her. How how is the gag reel for this week? <laughs> I'm only I've got about another twenty minutes left, so I mean, it, here's the way I do it. I usually just take big old chunks of it out, throw it on, uh, throw it on an ex, uh, extra audio file, and then I kind of weed it out and try and weed it down. Well, right now I'm in like eight minutes, so I've got a lot of like stupid, goofy ass shit I've got to go through. And bring it on down. Then it'll probably be it'll probably be one I, I could guarantee one solid minute of laughter. How's that? All right. I'm I'm very happy I can do that for you. That you know I feel like I've brought the funny to the Source Material podcast. You're welcome. 
<laughs> Damn straight, man. See, I just right, brought the technical is... difficulties. Oh, dude. <laughs> don't even get me started. I'd love to find that two-and-a-half-hour audio file that somehow that, disappeared. That was a damn good podcast. That, like, it was, too. Absolutely butchered by fucking... Uh, don't worry. I've got plenty of other stories that we can do. <laughs> I, I look forward to it. All right. Um, well, this isn't the Source Material podcast or, or whatever pod, whatever Japanese horse shit podcast that Robert Cooper never does. This is the Metal House of Doom. And uh, we're going to talk some Cannibal Corpse tonight. Robert Cooper, why don't you tell the people what you know about Cannibal Corpse? Uh, I know that when I got into metal, I wasn't a really big fan of them. Uh, Corpse Grinders kind of deep, gravelly vocals really threw me off. Uh, it wasn't quite as light and fluffy as Kill Switch Engage. Well, as light and fluffy as Kill Switch Engage gets. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it was a little heavier than what I was looking for. Uh, but as I've uh, gotten older and just gotten more kind of into the more dark and sinister side of the death metal, I've really come to love Cannibal Corpse. Uh they remind me of bands like uh, ACDC, uh, Motorhead, no, not Overkill, Slayer. Yes, yeah, Slayer, uh, in that musically they're largely consistent. There's uh, there's a consistency, but I do feel like unlike, uh, for example, Slayer, uh, that consistency doesn't come at, a, come at the price of uh, monotony. Uh, that's a big, been a big problem with Slayer for since fucking, what, 1994, if you ask me. Uh, Cannibal Corpse, is, it's one of those bands that I really, I've come to appreciate them, and the more and more I listen to them, the more more I like them. Like, I'm, this album right now is running on a second spin-through for me, and I'm just starting to catch more and more, because musically, they are damn talented. Uh, I mean, lyrically, they're interesting. I won't say they don't suffer from the uh, one of my... Cardinal Sins of Music, which is repetition, which I don't mind repetition necessarily. Um, it's just sometimes it gets to be a, a little much. I feel like with Cannibal Corpse, it, uh, I, I come to expect it from them. That's just like a, it's a Cannibal Corpsey thing. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, they have tons of music that are pretty much horror movies. Their album covers are infamous, grotesque, and I love them. Uh, yeah, I mean,. Pretty much, uh, Corpse Grinder is like an iconic necklace man. Yeah, I mean, I fucking love Cannibal Corpse, and they're going to be in Greensboro on my birthday, December 3rd. Aha, uh-huh. and hopefully, knock on uh, wood, I will go see them. Well, happy birthday to you, sir. All right, we, I'm gonna, we're gonna play a game tonight, and that, that game is simply, we're gonna bring up the Wikipedia page for the complete discography of Cannibal Corpse, and... We just, you know, in between songs here, we need to talk about some of these album covers. Can we do that? Can, can Jesse Starcher, can you can you look at the album covers as we as we talk about these songs? I'm always down to talk about an album cover, so yeah, I've got them. I'm ready to rock and roll and look at them along with you guys. See what the hell's going on. Right. I can tell you right now, this one we're looking at for Red Before Black. Yeesh. So maybe that's what we'll do. We'll we'll start with Red Before Black here and just work our way backwards. Um, so yeah, this first one is actually one of the least offensive of the bunch. <laughs> um, when you, when you, uh, consider what some of these look like, but, uh, you know, just, we have a dude here, there's some blood everywhere, you know, um, he's got his he's white got, like, on. a hatchet. Yep. He's got a hatchet or a bat or some shit. 
Listen, that is, I have that is, seen... That, is a, that looks like almost like a sword. I mean, <laughs> I was like, oh, mm-hmm. is that a knife? It's a long-ass knife. Yeah, he. it looks like he's beaten somebody to a bloody pulp here, uh, this album cover. But, you know, look, I have, I have been following Cannibal Corpse for a very long time, and I have seen some shit on their album covers. This is tame by comparison. So let's get into it. <laughs> oh, this is nothing. Let's get into this. Yeah, yeah this, like is, this is a guy kid. getting this is stabbed to death. Mm. <laughs> for, for, I mean, pretty much, this is like destroyer level of uh, of tameness on the cannibal corpse. Yeah, we wait till we, we get to like the 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 zombies eating each other out. That's fantastic. All oh, right, uh, um, or uh, Tomb of the Mutilated. Wow. Yeah, Tomb of the Mutilated. Oh, yeah. dude, you've not. Oh, you haven't seen a lot of them. Who oh, boy, oh, this boy, is gonna oh, be fun. Boy, oh, yeah. Boy. <laughs> All right, so so we're gonna hear a song and then check out an album cover. That's how we're gonna do this podcast tonight. We always got a game here on the Metal Hammer of Doom. Won't you come play our game? This is track one. Only one will die. Cannibal Corpse song. I mean, you know, we, we, we have definitely talked this year about, so, you know, some bands that, uh, you know, like we're, we're, we're waiting for the album to start. There's no waiting with this. <laughs> track one, here we go, and they are off to the races. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, Robert Cooper? Oh, yeah, they're pretty much just put on their uh, rocket boots and straight up zoom along with this first track. Um, I mean, it's it's really what I've come to expect. I don't expect fucking, like, Ackercock's last album from Cannibal Corpse. No. If I heard that from Cannibal Corpse, I'd be really grumpy, actually. Like, I'd be kind of disappointed. I know Napalm Death did something kind of similar where they went a little more experimental towards the end of the 90s, and I felt like it was... Um, a bit of a disappointment compared to just, you know, what the output I've come to expect. And, I mean, this is a really fucking awesome, just, like, catchy song. It's something like that could open the show. I'm cool. Like, yeah, uh, I can totally deal with that opening a Cannibal Corp show. You're looking for brutality when it comes to Cannibal Corpse, and they bring it in spades. 
Jesse Starcher, I know, you know, I was joking around before, but I know you're not really a fan of the Cookie Monster vocals. You're not really a fan of the death metal per se. Can you take this? Can you tolerate it? Are you all right with it? Yeah, I had the opportunity at work today to put this on, and I'm really sad because I didn't have a chance to go through it again. It wasn't something that completely annoyed me. Uh, it was so it was fast paced <laughs> enough to where I was. It, <laughs> it was fast paced and brutal enough to where I was like, okay, I can kind of dig it. Um, I really hate being on the the back end of things and not knowing much of what came before this. I mean, sh- my gosh, they've got a catalog here, but uh, you know, I kind of got the temperature of how this album is being receptive, you know, received right now. Um, one of the guys I checked out was on metalsucks.net and he called out two songs on this album for being what he called boring as fuck. And only one will die was one of them. I was really surprised, but I think what he was trying to get across is that this is par for the course for cannibal corpse. Like it was, it was just like you said, a cannibal corpse song. You're not getting anything brand new. You're not getting anything, uh, you know, revolutionary for this band. Uh, so I don't know if you guys please do me a favor and call out anything that you hear on this album if it sounds different than what's come before. I, I didn't really get much of a vibe from some of the reviews I've read that it seems like there was a whole lot, but you guys would know better than me. Yeah. So, But yeah, dude, I, I enjoyed this first track, you know, brutality in its finest. Here's Cannibal Corpse's big sin. They are the very definition of samey. <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, <laughs> but you know, it, for me, I still really, really like it. You know, there, there, the, like, there's an intensity, there's a brutality, there's, uh, I, I, I like the the speed of it. You know, I can I can tolerate the sameness. It'll be interesting to see if we can pick out one standout track here. I think that's the game. But um, yeah. before we go forward into track two, let's take a look at this A Skeletal Domain from 2014. Now, this is a, now if you didn't know this was a Cannibal Corpse album cover, you, you might think this is any death metal band. This is not typical of Cannibal Corpse. Okay? Well, um, I mean, yeah, it's got skeletons and stuff on it. But it, it just kind of looks like your, your typical death metal horror band fair. I, I don't see anything. This is not the Cannibal Corpse that I knew in the 90s. This appears to be like, well, I don't know. I want to I compare it to like Lord of the Rings shit or something. You know, you got like the big yeah. old tower of what the hell ever over there. It looks like a tree that's bleeding magma uh, and... A bunch of skeletons walking. We need. I am going to giant magma turd. (laughs) No, we we need a we need a zombie chick. We need a zombie chick bleeding magma from her decayed vagina, dripping magma from a decayed (laughs) vagina. That's what we need. Uh, I am looking right now, and just to see what we got. I just typed in cannibal corpse art. To see if we could credit oh, this no. to anybody. Well, it, I, I was just <laughs> curious as to who's, who the, the man behind this is. Um, and I, I don't know. This is I think this is referencing a comic, because I don't think this is the band. 
I'm going to have to look into this. You guys go ahead and continue to talk. Because uh, you guys ever heard the word, the, the, the guy, the word. You guys heard of the name Vince Locke at all? Okay. I've all right, go ahead and Brian continue Michael to talk Bendis. about these. <laughs> I, I, I've barely heard of Brian Michael Bendis. We all know that. All right, uh, let's go ahead and play the title track here from this latest Cannibal Corpse album. This is Red Before I'm Black. at least on this album at least some of what they're uh, what's being said in these songs is intelligible because i have heard some cannibal corpse that's just and that's a whole sentence mm. those, those were words <laughs> like, it was okay, he sure just so. wasn't clips from cujo <laughs> so, and like all right <laughs> so, apparently those were lyrics um you know, this I could actually make him make out him saying "red before black." So, yeah, it's a good track. I like it. Rob, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, I thought it was a good track. There's a whole lot of red before black yelled like over and over and over. Uh, but I mean, I guess you're being stabbed to death, so of course that's all you really see. Yeah. Or here is just the uh, the dying and the death and the stuff. At least it didn't sound like a clogged up garbage disposal. I thought he was doing a Bill Cosby there for a second. Oh, that's what I was going for with the kids in the pudding. Take the drink. Oh no! Oh no! Not the pudding. Oh, I had a coworker. He's like, hey, he was like, he was like, hey, look, uh, he's like, hey, look, I found the fastest knockout in the MMA history. Like, was Bill Cosby involved? He was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. All right, Jesse, what's on what's uh, on your mind besides your hat? Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that I you know, have seen, you know, Mark Radlich, you know, uh, one of the things that you see through you, these guys are death metal, okay? And when you look at the lyrics, <laughs> they are, they are. 
When you look at the lyrics, though, I mean, I, you can almost say it's death metal in its truest form because almost every single song has either is dealing with somebody getting killed or two people about to kill each other, somebody getting an axe to the face, somebody getting their skin removed. I mean, it is very, it's almost borderline like torture porn music. Um, so, well, yeah. There, yeah there's, right. no, there's, there's no borderline about it, sir. <laughs> it is right there, smack dab, capital of the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about torture, speaking of which. Um, this came out in, uh, I believe it was 2012 is what I read. Yeah. 2012. It was, um, and, uh, now we're talking, this is the cannibal corpse that I grew up with. We've got skeletons. We've got dead bodies. One of them looks like they're pregnant. They're, they're hanging, they're strewn about, their guts are falling out. Um, not the goriest cannibal corpse album I've ever seen. But you know, you're, prob- you're this probably you're probably like not. I was gonna say you're probably not gonna choose this as your background at work. Uh, that's for sure. No, your desktop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, um, I mean, uh, but I mean, this actually the it was shipped with a sleeve over it to where you can you get your murderer guy, but then when you pull the sleeve back, it's like, oh, he's oh, hanging bodies. Look at that, and he like. He like performed a C-section on the pregnant lady. Oh my gosh, that is that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 performed, he performed a C-section on the lady and then put it apparently back into the woman because she's still pregnant. There's a lot of stuff to so we're back on up. this. Yeah, I guess so. Oh man, this is, oh, this that's is bad a, news. That's, that's one way to do it. You look at him, yes, too. Yeah, the killer guy himself actually has a vivisection going on there or whatever that is where they uh, – after they do the autopsy or when they do the autopsy where they crack your chest open. Whew. Hmm. Well, are we uh, – this hmm. has I got – actually... This is escalating. I never actually looked into that. <laughs> yeah, because I remember uh... – <laughs> Because it's funny. I remember Skeletal Domain, we reviewed that. And I know I uh, covered – Torture when I used to write my column. Uh, Torture was a really good album. I actually owned that one. Which did you know that every Cannibal Corpse album has had the same artist? They did. Oh yeah. It's yeah, that guy Vincent, Vincent Locke. 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 Yeah. yeah. He's the, he's, had his, uh, he's had his hand in comics too. He's really good at that. Right. Dead things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> So so far, going backwards in time here, that's been the most graphic one yet. Um, oh, well. But, but boy, does this get worse as it goes on. So let, let's get to it. This is track three, speaking of uh, torture. This is Code of the Slashers. <laughs>
Not my favorite on here, but it was okay. What'd you think there, Jesse? Did you say you've been to one of their concerts before? Yeah, years ago. Was it like the most violent thing you've ever seen? Because that is what I have in my mind's eye. It's like if you go to one of these concerts, I don't know. You 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 better be glad you got out alive. <laughs> no, I mean I I mean I I fucking what are you, got my I, mother. I got, I, I got punched <laughs> in the eye at fucking Helmet. You know, um, I went to like a hardcore show with the P-Wack and I saw Trip Face and someone, you know, and Rick from 25 to Life fucking mule kicked me in the head. Oh, so damn. I, <laughs> yeah. Knocked me so the you sur- fuck you, out. You easily survived <laughs> Cannibal Corpse then. Yeah, Cannibal Corpse was a breeze compared to some of these other shows I've been to. <laughs> I got, let's see. I got nearly buried alive at the first Pantera show I ever went to, where you know, like I tried to get it up to oh, the front God. of the stage, and that was a mis- and that was a mistake. I got you know at the, um, I I have been to some arena shows where the so like think about like a basketball or a hockey arena, so the entire floor was one giant mosh pit. It was like being oh, in the middle of a Braveheart of a Braveheart battle. Like I remember, um, separately from that. I remember seeing Slayer at Irving Plaza, and I was just swinging at anything that came within five feet of me. And I remember, like, <laughs> it, like, like I wasn't moshing anymore. I was in a Western barroom brawl. And I remember oh, one, guy, one guy who was, a, who was like a buddy of mine that I would see at shows, like, grabbed me by my shoulder. He was like, you can stop now. It's over. Like, I was You're like, they were coming out like, of the trees, was, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I had PTS fucking D from that. I was like, oh god, they're everywhere. Um, I remember I was I was skanking in the mosh pit, you know, just just a skanking and a grooving, and like I kicked my feet up, and and, and somebody hit me, and I 
fuck. And I eat, and it was I fell, but like in the weirdest way, like a cartoon character. You know, like like my legs, I like I went completely horizontal, and then fell straight down. <laughs> I might have held up a sign. I might have held up a sign before I fell that said "Yipe." Um, it sounds uh, like you went down like a Punch-Out character. Yeah, <laughs> this is something like that. Yeah, my 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 feet went completely out from under me, and I just fucking fell like a you know like a tree. Um. I've had, not at a concert, but at a club where a mosh pit broke out, I had a guy swung into my knee and, like, dislocated my kneecap. Um, and I went to work the next day on that shit. I just fucking had to drive, like, sideways. I was, like, my, my leg, like, like, hanging out of the car. Like, oh, I can do this. Um, <laughs> I can't I did not get injured. I was not injured at the Cannibal Corp show, so no, it's not the most brutal. Con- it's not the most brutal pit I've ever been in. Yeah, Slayer well, typically then... brings. I was gonna say Slayer typically brings it out of people. Um, okay, you know, and I've been to some shows that just had a large meathead contingent, and and just whenever you have, and, and it could be Britney Spears for all you know for all they care, but when the meatheads show up with their with their football jerseys on and their white hats backwards. Some shit's about to go down, and it really doesn't matter how brutal. <laughs> fucking it is. Slayer, yeah, fucking Slayer, man. Five finger death punch, I man. I don't know why I'm making fun yeah, of that. I love God. Five <laughs> well, I still love that. It was suicidal tendencies in Slayer, and like, yeah, my buddy was like, "Oh, it's a bunch of white trash and cholos." Because apparently, everybody <laughs> loves suicidal tendencies. Is a is that stereotype? Everybody wow. showed up looking like Cody. <laughs> yeah, they all showed up with, the, with, the, with their flannel shirts on buttoned at the top and only at yep. the top <laughs> yep. I know what's happening yeah, he's like, wow <laughs> you ever see that Jesse in the mean streets of Ohio just everybody looking like Conan from WCW in the 90s <laughs> uh, west side west side of Marietta stay away from over there no. probably run into quite a few of them characters uh, all right those now you can roll. Hey, now you can roll up on them, Jesse, and be like, "I know what time it is." Viva la raza! <laughs> ole, ole, ole. Latino meat. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, the only thing, the only reason I ask is just because I'm curious as if there was a, a you know, a relation from the uh, from the lyrics themselves, as violent as they are, compared to some of the fans and. Insanity that I figured would go on at those concerts because this have, song have right here. Heard, have ahead. you ever heard "Cattle Decapitation"? Yeah. I, have. I, I was going to say you probably have played one song on here because that that band sounds awful uh, familiar. I know we talked about it one night. We just we were just having one of those conversations about like bizarre band names, and I and I've brought up "Cattle Decapitation" before. And I'm pretty sure I was like I saw them. I saw another band that was very similar to that, and Goat Whore, all at um, BB King's Blues Bar. Go fig. Goat in uh, New York City. Goat Whore. Not to be confused with Goat Penis. Ever heard of them? <laughs> or uh, Goat Robert Moon. Go- Is there really a Goat or- Moon? We need to. We need yeah, to put not, together a playlist. Nazi satanic black. 
They're Nazi satanic black metal. That's right. Yeah. Someone get Ronnie Adams on the phone. We need to tell him about <laughs> Dune. Yep. Oh, and I found uh, in my CD collection, I have a band called Goat Snake. Whatever that means. Excellent. Can we please Never put together a playlist of only bands with the word goat in their title and send it to Ronnie Adams? Tag him on every social media site there is. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never heard this podcast before, you've never heard the Source Material podcast or the Screaming oh. Boy podcast, our friend Ronnie Adams loves the goat penis, okay? Just loves it. <laughs> Wait a minute. That is not oh. a sentence you want to say out loud. <laughs> All goat penis all the time. All the time. <laughs> Please tag wow. him on Twitter. What's he yeah, on Twitter? Well, What's know, his handle? If he was a good if he was a good guy and would play along, we should make him a playlist and tell him to pick his top five and just see which goats make it out of there alive, you know. Goat whore, top <laughs> top in the top three. Oh, that'd be wonderful. We should, goat. we should invite him on the Metal Hammer of Doom and just dedicate an entire show to goat bands. We'll, we'll just call it Ronnie's, Ronnie's Goat, greatest of all time goat band songs. I mean, it's easy. Real well, simple. Writes itself. Metal, metal Hammer of Doom. Ronnie loves the goat. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so can we talk about Evisceration Plague for just a moment? Oh, let's do it. I fucking love uh, that album. This, is, this album came out in 2009. And this album cover leaves a lot to be desired. I, this is just more, we've got more zombies. We've got some, some evil-looking characters. One's brandishing a knife. And, you know, it's, it, this is the right before they dismember you. But there's nothing really, I mean, it's, it looks like a horror movie poster, but there's not much else going on here. This could be a promo for The Walking Fucking Dead. That's what but I was going to th- say. That's is, what it reminds me this of. Is not, this is not the cannibal corpse. That I've come to know and love, ladies and gentlemen. This this album lacks imagination. This oh. isn't my cannibal corpse. <laughs> Make cannibal corpse great again. That's right. God damn it. Oh my god. The next one's even. I mean, I I, I can't even. I'm not even going to wait to talk about this. I'm going to talk about it right now. This next one, kill, is even worse. It just says kill. Wow. It just says kill in big letters. Yeah, it was just like, for those of you who can't read very well, if you've got some, you know, if you've got some bad eyesight, just fucking kill. Terrific. <laughs> Killed it. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, fucking Evisceration Plague, that, uh, that title track is probably one of my favorite Cannibal Corp songs ever, just because I love the beat to it. Like the guitar work is so fucking catchy. It's a real, it's a slow Cannibal Corpse song, and it's just, it's a fucking slow headbanger. I love it. As for Kill, yeah, I never listened right. to Kill. That is a really like unspectacular album cover. So I really <laughs> did like the song that we played. All right, let's. Uh, um, Flashers, I enjoyed that. Okay. You would that that had a very doomy beginning to it. Before we move forward, let, let, let's talk about an album cover that's got tons of imagination to it. Let's talk oh, no. about the wretched. Let's talk about the wretched spawn. Woo, doggy! Jesse, look at the wretched spawn. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, I need Jeez. your. I just need your reaction, sir. <laughs> wow. 
uh, okay, let me enlarge uh, and biggin. Let me embiggen this, and and, and, and that way, yeah, well, that way we can kind of. There you go. That's better. What in the hell is going on? Is his hand going into her mouth? <laughs> and then uh, I thought no. she just had. I just thought she just had him coming out of her mouth too. Okay, so something no, else no, is coming no, out yeah. of her mouth. Yeah, okay. she is birthing several terrible creatures. One out of her mouth, one from her womb, and one right out of the old vagina. Right out of the old dripping vagina. Out of the old only, there, is, there is only one orifice <laughs> that is not being violated here. Uh, and we, and just can't we don't that know orifice. that for sure. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> wow, there is a... This dude... So this is some sort of stuff. like OB... This is some sort of OB doctor's office in hell, is what's happening here. And uh, the wretched spawn, you know, it, it, this this depicts what this album is all about. Yeah, we got, you know, crazy bird la- <laughs> birdman doctor back there, and and then we have these guys over here with the the forceps that have spikes on the end of them. That's nice. That's wonderful. <laughs> Make sure you get them in there. You know, yeah, all nice you and get, good luck. Dig them in yeah. there. Get a hold of it. They're not even helping her out anyway. They're on, they're hanging there from his side. Like, okay, you didn't even use them, dude. Obviously, these things are doing the work for it for him anyway. Ugh, that is some, that is some very graphic stuff. Good golly, Ronnie Adams can probably get, has three of these, three copies of this. Can we get Mindy to come on here, uh, Mrs. Starcher, <laughs> to tell us if this is what her birthing experience was like? Oh. If, uh, yeah. <laughs> is, is this what it felt like? Is this an My accurate gosh. depiction of childbirth? I'm just wondering. Oh, uh, I yeah. Unfortunately, uh, she is she is in bed right now, and if I bother her on a Wednesday night, she's going to wonder where I'm at. All right, I I just rather leave <laughs> her alone and let her let her think I'm uh you know off watching TV or something, not doing a podcast like usual. Uh, yeah, you mean you do a podcast on Wednesdays? <laughs> Where in the world is Jesse Starcher? Where in the world is... Well, yeah, we've got to change is... it now. <sighs> uh, all right, this is track four. This is... Shedding... Oh, for fuck's sake. Shedding my human skin. Oh, 
That that was shedding my human skin, all right. Yeah, but it's fine. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Rob? Samus Snape. Snape. That was my reaction to it. (laughs) Terrific. (laughs) Jesse? Uh, Yeah, I mean, what what can you say? (laughs) It's, It's pounding you in the face yet again with some... Uh, crazy. I'm looking at the lyrics here just to try and figure out what what in the world's going on, and I, I, I will spare you my interpretation because I don't know what the hell is happening. It's, it just <laughs> can you share with us some of these lyrics? Uh, all right, Coop. Here you go, buddy. You tell me what's going on here. You you do your best to to uh, try and devise what maybe this song's about. Clearly, it's called "Shedding My Human Skin." Uh, some of the most repeated stanzas or verses here human in form but not of this earth species reborn blood uniform is worn in disgust will violently be shredded and torn uh and that's repeated like four times so is it uh are we dealing with a symbiote here are we dealing with a a parasite a face hugger what's going on let's see hmm I'm wondering. Let's see. Ooh, the last last verse might actually eruption from within. Sounds like you're just carving your your face off, like your entire body just carving it off. Like the last, the last verse, kind of sheds a little bit of light on it. Demonic invasion of a dominant hierarchy. So uh, maybe he's getting possessed. And doesn't like the uh, the body he's in. How's that? Mm. Or I'm, I'm just wondering <laughs> if maybe the demonic invasion of the dominant hierarchy is uh, is him just murdering the fucking of everybody. Don't you just hate that when you're a demon and you possess somebody and you're just like, oh, I possessed the wrong body. This is terrible. <laughs> Happens to me every Saturday. <laughs> There's some sort of de- demonic possession happening. It's just like, oh, I've made a terrible decision here. Uh, that's why I identify with Cannibal Corp so well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. This they really speaks to the I human experience. To. I relate to it. Abs- absolutely. No, I, I can't tell you how many of... I can't tell you how many of uh, my experiences have related to savage butchery, hatchet to the head... Pit of zombies, dormant bodies bursting, compelled to lacerate. I can't tell you how many times I've been drowning in viscera, Mm. hung and bled, sanded faceless. I did that last weekend. Uh, Mutation of the cadaver. I, you know, we see those. Are you reading song titles? (laughs) I am. Those all come from the 2002 release, Gore Obsessed. Jesse Starcher, can you please react to this album cover, please? Gore Obsessed. Oh, my goodness. What in the... Okay. Are they, are they on the moon? I don't know what's going on here. It looks... It lo- <laughs> got the We've black landed th- on the moon. <laughs> We've landed on the moon. Uh, what in the... You know... We got zombies coming up, or at least hands Get coming out. up from the ground. <laughs> you know, these zombies here, uh, you, you got hands coming up from the ground. Uh, of course, there's some boobies, it looks like, in the background. Not just live boobies, though. Those are some dead boobies. Um, yeah. And 
Uh, they are really. There's one thing Cannibal Corpse is really into in their artwork: it's zombie tits. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, man, there is some nastiness going on. The, the unfortunate soul that fell upon the ground. Obviously, he was tripped by these hands, fell down, and then the zombies. What does the zombie have in his hand? Is that a stomach? Is that a liver? He has something, or is it a rock? It could very well be a rock. Uh, I just love the uh, the the cloak made of human faces. Oh, dude, I just saw that. I was like, that's a crazy-looking cape. Whoa, wait a second. <laughs> and they they almost look a, like they're, they're, they're thigh-deep into something. I don't know if they're coming out of the ground, <laughs> but they're like, you know, the guy's laying on top of the ground, and he's got all those hands clawing into him, but then we got, you know, old, uh, stomach eater guy or whatever coming at him. But they're like thigh deep into the ground, or maybe they just don't have legs past the kneecap or something. I ain't got my legs. Um, my <laughs> lieutenant Dan, what happened to your legs? <laughs> That's a crazy maybe looking they need ice cream. I, I, <laughs> now, now see, now we're we're now we're really getting into like the fun cannibal corpse. Okay, the early fun stuff with the terrible, terrible artwork. <laughs> I am. I am but, on but Vince, terrible in a good way. I'm on VinceLock.com yeah. right now, okay? And you can. There's a special going on right now. There are some prints in the store. If you want to buy some prints for like 50 or 60 bucks of these covers, you can. And High scare glossy the fuck paper, out of your children. Autographed by the <laughs> artist himself. Eaten back to life, which sure. apparently we're going we're gonna to talk about that one here in a few, aren't we? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eating back to life is the best. That, between that one and Tomb and the Mutilated. Woo, doggy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> we we needed Ronnie Adams on this show. I need him to react. We should do... <laughs> every every album would be no, 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 <laughs> no. Why do dear you hate Lord, me? Mark. No. I could hear him going, dear Lord, like 20 times. Yeah, he he would he would leave this podcast and find like a midnight mass or some shit because he he'd have to take himself to church. Um, <laughs> Bless me, Father Fryerson. I'm not Catholic, <laughs> but please, I need it. <laughs> and Ronnie Adams, take me to church. All right, <laughs> poor guy. Wow. This is track five. This is remaimed.
Alice Cooper. Why do you think of the renamed? It's interesting. I'm assuming what we're doing is that we're, uh, I guess we're just cutting off the prosthetics. Or maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you're just going for a few other body parts. I don't know. At least it's not like one of my coworkers who's like, look, look, this is what the Mexican mo- uh, mob does to people. Proceeds to show everybody like a video of a guy getting his uh, head cut off with a machete. Sawed off with a machete, and I'm like, "Jeez, why do you have, why do you have this, and why are you showing this to people at work? You're like a 45 year old man. It's pretty graphic too. One of my coworkers couldn't stand it. I was just sitting there being like, "Ooh, that's a rough way to go." That guy is like going to be. Go ahead. So remember when two girls, one cop was the thing? I still can't handle that. I can't do poop. Poop is like, yeah, ugh. Yeah, I can, I can yeah. do decapitation. I just can't do poop. Yeah, no, poop, poop is a whole other level of gross. But everybody poops. But do we really need to be pooping into each other's mouths? I don't think so. Yeah. Any case, um, <laughs> are you still with us, Jesse? Ugh. All right. <laughs> so I wrote a column for 411 Mania's politics page. And I thought it was a really interesting, thought-provoking political piece. I, I thought it was engaging. And somebody made the point of commenting that my article reminded him of uh, Two Guys, One Hammer, I guess is what it's called. Which was oh, an no, awesome, not which the was, hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Cooper, do you remember this? Do you remember the Two Dudes, One Hammer? Was it smashing a guy's balls with a hammer? Something like that. I never watched the video, but oh, like I, I had read, smash. I had read about what he was referencing, and it came out shortly after the whole two girls one cup cultural nonsense fiasco. Um, but yeah, it's like basically it's like two guys working over somebody with a fucking hammer, and I, it was around then that I decided that maybe I shouldn't be writing for four one one anymore. If 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 I write, any, <laughs> if I'm I'm writing relatively you know, thought-provoking pieces. And, and the response is, hey, have you seen this video where two guys work over some fucking homeless man with a hammer? Maybe this isn't the audience I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Oh, good old 411 politics. Remember that? Remember how much fun that is? <laughs> like, I would always go there just to watch the fucking shit flinging. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a shit show if there ever was one. Um, all right, so let's, speaking of shit shows, Let's talk about this uh, bloodthirst that came out in 1999 by Cannibal Corpse. Jesse Starcher, please react. Oh, boy. All right, let's take a look here. I'm bringing up the images. Uh, Okay. Now, I have two covers that have popped up. Now, this might be because apparently there have been some censored covers as well. So I'm going to go with the beast-looking dude here. That has the, uh, the guy from the thing, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, he's I don't he's got like insect legs, and he has, I think, four arms. Uh, one of which is grotesquely muscular, the other of which is like real thin, <laughs> just like Trogdor. And then he's got he's I think he has wings on his back, and above the wings are a couple of other tiny little arms. 
like I don't know. Oh, wait a second. This is these are like three or four people put together, uh, or something here. Yeah, just like Coop said, it's like the thing. It's like thing. Um, not not Marvel's thing. No, this is John Carpenter's thing. And the two tiny little arms are holding up a head. Uh, this thing has clearly escaped from something, like from like Area 51 or whatever, because we have a uh, you know some danger stuff going on in the background there, or some kind of some kind of a attention markings on the wall. Uh, so, and then we, of course we got yeah. our headless guy here on the bottom who has, there is, I don't know little, what little in the world. Course. I mean, and, and it looks like part of this, part of this crazy alien looking things intestines are also attached to a fish that is dead on the floor. I don't know. Or maybe that's some type of an organ. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I want to know what goes into this. Where does one we person need, say? Oh, by the way, there entire... are some. Uh, there are uh, a pair of uh, alien breasts, dead breasts on this thing. By the way, we got wings, forearms, and two tiny titties. Go ahead. We we need <laughs> Jesse to just. We need an entire show of Jesse reacts to album covers. This is fantastic. <laughs> we we should call it the meta, the art cover. The art gallery of doom. It, oh, this would be, yeah, this right here would demand like this doom. Yes, I would. I would say that looking at this, you you would be if you, if this was something in real life. Oh my gosh! I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going. Suffer, I suffer to think of what is going through the guy's head. If somebody's saying, "Okay, hey, I want you to do this," or if this is just, "Hey, listen to our music, interpret it how you like, and do a cover." Uh, for our album, Ugh. I don't know what the hell was on this album. Um, <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? Actually, uh, Jeff Goldblum's "The Fly." Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. There, there, I mean, there's like this this head that's attached to his shoulder, and. <sighs> It's almost how do you how do you put this in front of somebody and say, "Hey, do me a favor in an audio format, explain what's going on so everybody understands what you're seeing." <laughs> how about you um, here it? Like, here's our record. What does this inspire you to draw? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, when the song is called "Sickening Metamorphosis." Okay, there it is. There it yeah. is. That's it. Who in raped by the beast? Oh, all right. <laughs> Terrific. This is track six. This is Firestorm Vengeance. <laughs> Oh! 
engines. You can see someone skanking on the pit to that, doing a little pickup change, windmill here or there. I can see someone getting down, getting funky to that one. What do you think, Jesse? That's some good stuff. I think that's probably one of my, uh, I'd say, top half off this album songs. That was, again, we got some, somebody's, many people are dying from some form of, uh, hor- <laughs> some form of horrible death. This one by fire. That sounds like hell, hell on earth here. Uh, but this yeah. just in, many people are dying. <laughs> and we're only halfway through the album. I can't wait till they start, you know, let's see this album turn around. You know, at the end, is is everybody going to be okay? Are we going to have a happily ever after? My bet is there's not going to be one. Cannibal Corpse, track 13, Rainbows and Kittens. <laughs> track 14, everyone is okay. It was just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Cannibal Corpse, tra- track 15, a cover of Barney. We, I love you, you love me. Oh, my me. God. Dude, they've probably done some silly covers just because of how how incredibly violent they are. If they've got something like that out there on the Internet, I would love to hear that tonight. My goodness. You know, I would really love to see them cover the future so bright after wear shades. No. You know, so many people are like, yeah, it's a happy song. I'm like, God, it's about nuclear war. Damn plebeians. <laughs> I'm looking Cannibal to see what covers they covers. got. Yeah, yeah that was endorsed by Metallica. <laughs> so immediately what comes up is the 10 bloodiest metal album covers. All yeah, right. we've got to word this a little bit differently. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see here. Three or four uh, down here. Uh, I don't know if they've cover versions by Cannibal Corpse. Uh, cover songs. Cannibal Corpse okay. cover songs. There we go. Okay, here we go. Who sampled? Uh, let's see. So these are people who cover Cannibal Corpse. Uh, not That's what we're looking for. Not what we're looking for. <laughs> kind of looking for the exact opposite of that. Song covered by Cannibal Corpse. Let's see. Songs covered... By Tom Petty. No, Cannibal Corpse. Okay, I've got... There we go. Oh, my connection's not secure. Okay, well, I'll I'll be going back. Thank you. (laughs) Cover versions by Cannibal Corpse. Here we go. Uh, Cannibal Corpse covered No Remorse by Metallica, which I've actually heard. The Exorcist by by Possessed, which I've heard, and Zero the Hero by Black Sabbath. Okay. I think we may have played No Remorse on here, or somebody may have shared it at one point. Cause um, I can... I can I, no, that, No Remorse made it onto one of the cover shows. Okay, all right, because I can, I can hear this vocalist doing that <laughs> in my head right now. Well, uh, so they've only got three out there, none of which are happy-go-lucky covers. So he isn't he isn't covering Kokomo. So that'd be (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Cannibal Corpse does the Beach Boys. (laughs) Uh, Just a whole album. 
Lots of people have covered strip raped and strangled. Interestingly enough, I mean it's a it's an, right. it's an anthem for the kids. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's one of my definitely one of my favorite Cannibal Corpse songs, no no doubt. Alrighty, um, let's let's talk about uh, Jesse. Let's talk about Gallery of Suicide. Oh boy, the okay. 1998 release from Cannibal Corpse. Now, let me look here, because usually on, uh, they will have a censored cover if there was one on the Wikipedia. It does not look like it, so this one made, made it past the censors. Is there boobies involved, first off? That's, that's checkbox number one. Boobies are involved, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, albeit, you have to look, but you can see they are there. Uh, and she is disemboweling herself, okay? Uh, like, that, like you do. Yeah, you know, and again, another one of those <laughs> 2 o'clock p.m., what's on my agenda, disemboweling myself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 3 o'clock, hang the corpse from the ceiling by a noose. Uh, then we got this guy over <laughs> here on the – he's on – okay, let's look at the guy on the left who looks like a guy from uh, like a hitman or something. His well, he's blown his brains out. Yes, yes. He's not had a good day at the office. And then on the right-hand side here, uh, we have Piggy Piper, who has maybe <laughs> slit her own throat. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. And then we have – so this is – people are walking in here and killing themselves because in the background, you see people who are still alive walking into the gallery – this is like an art gallery, I assume. Hence the title, Gallery of Suicide. Uh, Coop, man, there's some crazy stuff on here. I can't believe you listen to this stuff. Uh, yeah, just don't tell my mother. <laughs> Remember that time I told her I listened to a band called Death and she freaked out? I'm like, oh. hmm. Let me tell you about Impaled Nazarene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry Mom. Mom. We'll go for that. That's that's cool. All right. I just love the the, uh, song title of this song. It's just like, yeah, people are going to get immolated. That's going to be a thing. Good luck. (laughs) And it's not about the comic book character. That's what I'm surprised about. You know, I mean, you got Firestorm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, DC's Firestorm. Yeah, Particle Man. Don't get don't get Mark started. No, I'm not singing tonight. All right, (laughs) Uh, this of course, this of course is something we can all relate to. This is head shoveled off.
heads shoveled off, Robert Cooper. What do you think? Who else know? Like, does he know that head's gone? <laughs> I mean, they shoveled <laughs> her off, man. <laughs> shoveled off this water coil. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it's a good, it's a pretty awesome song though. But uh, I don't know. As soon as you like head shoveled off, I'm like, oh shit! There went all those styrofoam heads. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> pretty much killed the ecosystem for the next twenty years. All because somebody <laughs> wanted head. Boom. All oh, right. Shit. <laughs> all right. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Head shoveled off. I mean. Uh, continuing the violence that this album is, there's, it's just painting a wonderful scene as they usually do. One of the neat things that they, I've noticed throughout each song is it's a very visceral in the moment type of a song. Like they're describing some absolute insanity that's happening in front of in front of them. So, and I like the I like the beginning of this song uh, and. This might have been another one of those ones. I, I only had the chance to spin through this album once, so I can't remember every great song off there and didn't have a chance to make any notes like a good podcaster should. But uh, this, I think this is one of the ones that fell in the top for me as well off of here that I was like, I don't mind. And we talk about how I don't like the Cookie Monster vocals. And one of the points that you made earlier is, is that you can hear and understand what he's saying. I think that might be why I am not so quick to dismiss this. I can understand what he's trying to say. It's not completely and utterly one long-ass growl with a couple grunts in between. It's something that I can understand and enjoy. So I'm, I'm down with it. I'm, I don't mind it. We'll just put it that way. Now, can we talk about Vile? Because I, I, I want to talk about it real quick. Okay? Please. Uh, but, already... Take the... Take the bull by the horn, sir. I've already looked at this. I've analyzed this album cover, okay? Now, again, Wikipedia does the the great distinction and shows you the regular album cover versus if it was censored and what the censored one looks like. Okay, now the censored one is a close-up of this guy's face that's on this album cover, uh, and his face is being his, – his cheeks are uh, being pulled apart into this – crazy ass uh horrifying grin by barbed wire his eyes are being held open by some like barbed wire as well but let's talk about the 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 cover the uncensored cover okay now at first i was like what is so bad about this cover it's it's this half of a guy he's just kind of sitting there his (laughs) arms are wrapped in barbed wire uh his his you know i already described his face again we got the 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 vivisection or whatever that happens during an autopsy where they crack your chest open. And, but that it's only half a body. And so I'm looking down there. I'm like, Oh, it's the maggots. That's what it is. They must've found that too grotesque. And then I happened along there in the center of the album, right where, you know, his waist was at one point, there's something there that kind of caught my eye. And I was like, what in the world is that? Is that like some kind of a pipe or something? No. That's this man's mummified junk. Right there. Smack dab. <laughs> oh, I never noticed the mummified junk. That's his dick, dude. Yeah. That's his dick and his cock no, no, and balls. He's right, 
<laughs> That's just swings and berries right there. <laughs> there you go. Hence why that album cover was censored. Wow, good pickup. Huh. I've never known in all the years. I mean, and I had a copy of Vile. I might have. That might have been when um, when I actually saw them live was on that tour. And I never noticed that before. Fantastic. Well, you'll never you'll never unsee it. That's for damn sure from here on out. That'll <laughs> be the first thing your eyes go to if you ever see that album cover again. Hey, look, it's a mummified deck. All right. Um, <laughs> let's move on here. <laughs> this is Corpus. For the afterlife. Indeed. Yeah, it's true. Who doesn't want who doesn't want their dick in heaven? All right, Corpus Selecti. Here we go. Track eight. <laughs> song off usually before they can play um that one we got to hear robert as far as solos go solos go what'd you think of that one i fucking love cannibal corpses solos like yeah i mean there's a certain point where it's like yeah wiggly 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 they're fucking good guitars especially when you consider that a lot of their guitar work isn't nearly as technical as the solos are which i feel yeah. like is more of a mood thing I feel like it's a, it's a lot more intimidating when it's less flashy. Jesse, what do you I, think of Corpus Delecti? Yeah, it was all right. I, I like what Coop's saying there about how that isn't something that they focus on a whole lot, just because they want that uh, you know that insanity of their music to speak first instead of like, hey, check this out, here we go, he, he's going to cut a solo. No, your job is to pay attention to the guy that got his finger cut off and shoved up his ass or, you know, the guy lost his eyeball and that's, they, they want, they want the, again, we'll we'll use the word brutality a lot tonight. They want the brutality of their music to be the first thing that hits you. So, but they do pepper them throughout this, this album. There's solos every once in a while that again, it, it sounds great. All right. Uh, this might be my favorite track on the entire album. This is Scavenger Consuming... Well, hang on. I, sorry, I skipped something. Jesse, The Bleeding. What's our thoughts here? <laughs> well, it's pretty tame. And, and the uncensored cover doesn't really... You know, it certainly doesn't smack of mummified penis or anything. I don't know what's so bad about <laughs> The Bleeding. 
I don't know what's so bad about it. I, I mean, it looks like a bunch of, uh, there, I mean, I, you could say all these people are naked, but it's not completely in, uh, easy to see the details of everything here, but it looks like there's something like roots from the ground or some kind that maybe they're all one person. I don't know. Like they're kind of bl- getting into the, uh, maybe think of like the matrix. The matrix was feeding off of people. Maybe that's what they're going for here. Uh, where there's just like something or other sucking the blood out of these these uh, unfortunate souls who they're they're not looking too healthy that's for sure and they're all just kind of jammed together. We got like there's at least close to 15 to 20 people on the front of this, including a little baby. Uh, so maybe that was it, but I don't know. Uh, Coop, was you about to say something? Well, no, actually. Uh... Something I find really interesting is that as I'm looking through it, uh, it took me a long time to find the more gory album cover. I'm wanting to say the original releases, or perhaps I'm off, and this is when I see more. It's just that one that just looks like a bunch of blood, almost yeah. like a fucking scientific photograph or something of a blood vessel. At least it's All not right, like Carcass, who's, who had like a Rika <laughs> putrefaction, and I forget the second album. But it was a bunch of uh, disgusting, grotesque, and fucking vomit-inducing uh, medical photos that they made a collage out of. Yeah, I remember that one. Yuck. All right, this is track nine. This is Scavenger Consuming Death. Death and Groove, that's what I dig. You know, when it's all blast beats, it gets kind of, you know, it starts to give me a headache after a while. I like when, you know, Death Metal gets that groove to it, um, and it keeps with the brutal uh, vocalizations. That's what I think Death Metal, you know, when the twins meet on Death Metal to really give it, you know, a a real nice sound. What do you think of Scavenger Consuming Death, Rob? I love it. It actually reminds me a lot of... uh... 
evisceration plague in some ways, not with the kind of the slow, ominous march of it, but with the uh, almost like it matches to me the verses in a way. It's got almost like that swing to it, and I really like it. Jesse? Uh, hey, it's. I, I think I like the way you put it, where they give you when they give you a chance to slow it down a little bit, uh, and not all always fast paced, just unrelenting, and they they groove it out a little bit. It's just like man, if you're going to run a marathon, you've got to pace yourself, or if you run you know, full bore for quite a while without taking a, a, a bit of a breather or slowing it down, uh, you're going to wear yourself out and possibly your audience. And it just gets old after a while. So I, I agree. It's nice to hear that little bit of a change up every once in a while. So as for this particular song, I'm not the hugest fan of it. It sounds like, uh, just looking at the lyrics, though, it, it looks pretty damn interesting. It's Hey, guess what? It's about, I assume, zombies or somebody... Somebody coming and eating people. All right. Well, as far as album covers go, 1992 is really the high watermark of Cannibal Corpse. I don't think it gets <laughs> any better than <laughs> the doom of the mutilated. Can we, before I have Jesse react to the cover of this masterpiece, this Van Gogh of death metal albums, oh my can we gosh. talk about... <laughs> Can we talk about some of these album titles, these uh, song titles? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with Cannibal Corpse and you're just tuning in because every week you listen to the Metal Hammer of Doom and see what sort of nonsense we've gotten ourselves into this week. Um, if you haven't checked out Cannibal Corpse's Tomb of the Mutilated, boy, are you missing out. Uh, so you, you need to listen to Hammer Smashed Face. That's a fantastic song. You, when you're done with this podcast, go listen. Go, go get on your Spotify, get on your Pandora, get on your YouTube, and throw a hammer smash face into the machine, and have yourself a grand old time. Play it for the children; they'll love it. Um, track two, I come blood, and who hasn't really? Um, <laughs> that goes to the doctor over there. I'm just saying. <laughs> track three, addicted to vaginal skin, and again, who wouldn't be? Wow. Uh, four, split, split wide open. Five, necropedophile. Let's move on. Track Ooh. six, the cryptic stench. Uh, seven, entrails ripped from a virgin's cunt. Someone call Ronnie Adams and tell him about that one. <laughs> he needs to listen. Ronnie Adams. Track seven. If you're out there. <laughs> track seven, entrails ripped from a virgin's cunt. You'll love it. Track eight. Post-mortal ejaculation, and who hasn't, oh, again, done something oh my similar? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Track nine, uh, a very timid-sounding song, Beyond the Cemetery. Uh, isn't this fantastic, folks? I love it. Absolutely Corpse. fantastic. Uh, Cannibal Corpse. It's for the children, really. Um, just want to read a little bit of this here. Esteemed reviewers Jack Murray and Connor Joyce have both stated they believe the Tomb of the Mutilated is a high-concept album concerned with extreme necro... Not just necrophilia, Jesse Starcher, but extreme necrophilia. You know what I'm talking about. And sadism. Murray said it's a very clever idea concerning the rape and murder of a young girl with a large knife and continuing to rape the corpse until orgasm. How has Marvel not turned this into a movie? 
Wow. Can, can we can we please get a tomb of the mutilated Marvel movie? <laughs> Jeez. Jesse's uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't understand how you could buy this and like have it in your car and then your mom accidentally find it and you not be completely embarrassed. Um <laughs> You know, your mom. Hey, mom, get the Kenny Rogers CD out of there. Oh no, wait. I'm sorry. That's my Tomb <laughs> of the Mutilated. Uh, sorry about that. Jeez, it's just yeah. The Coop. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Present. Well, now, let me know, and I'll give you my best description of this album cover whenever you guys are ready. Uh, we've oh, already think... kind of touched on it, so just uh, because, yeah. Uh, Robert Cooper, I think we're ready. I think we're ready to let Jesse have at this Tomb of the Mutilated album cover, the high watermark no. in Cannibal Corpse art. I mean, with a song title like Necropedophile, how can you go wrong? Yeah, each and every single one of these songs almost pay tribute to the album cover in some way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. Come on. You sit there and you're, you're like, okay, are these guys dead? Did they die like this? We have a, a, a lady who is uh, clearly, um, she's, well, she's laying down. No, excuse me. She's, she's got her back to the wall, sitting down, legs spread. Uh, and we have, uh, I'm going to assume, uh, a gentleman here who. Gentleman. That's <laughs> So he, polite. He, he eats a pinky up, damn it. <laughs> He's got his face buried between her legs, and I mean buried. Uh, the the woman, okay, we're not just talking about a nice uh, formal setting here. We have, we do have some candlelight uh, on the right-hand side, you know, surrounding the, uh, of course, uh, the skull with the eyes still in it. And on the left-hand side, we have a heart with a knife through it. Okay. But you know, so we we've set the tone a little bit. We've set it a little bit. Well, maybe there's some, maybe maybe there's some, you know, Barry White playing in the background, and they're kind of enjoying this. But are they alive? That's the big question because you know, the dude is missing. I don't know, at least seventy-five percent of his body. Uh, we, we've got at least he's. I, I assume he's got all of the working parts in his in his head because obviously this would be a, a moot point if you just, if you lost all your tongue or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm not going to get too, too dirty here, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and our, our poor unfortunate lady here. Yeah. She looks good up top. She, then as you slowly <laughs> go down the rest of her body, things get to get a little out of control when, you know, half of her chest is tore apart uh, her intestines are hanging over, which, you know, that's going to get in the way. I'm just saying, you, you, you need to, you're already working with a lot down there, you know. So then you got intestines coming out on top of your face. It, it's just not, it's just not conducive to the atmosphere. But hey, so are they, the question still remains, are they still alive? Is she able to enjoy this or has, is this, was this a result of, uh, you know, 
somebody who had killed both of these people. Who knows? But my goodness. I don't think how anyone has spent this much time analyzing this album cover <laughs> as you just have, Jesse Starcher. I salute you. Uh, well, Jesse Starcher is wondering why he comes on this podcast right now, I feel. <laughs> why? I... <laughs> there's nothing else much, there's nothing else to say. I mean, Coop, is there anything you could add? I mean, have you ever run into problems like this when 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 you're with your lady friend, you know, accidentally disemboweling and and getting a little <laughs> well, I mean, died right much, in the middle of I mean, but it's a pretty side splitting, so like I wouldn't be surprised. No, if no. <laughs> All right. Coop's got them skills. <laughs> the yeah, fate of I mean, otherwise it's uh yeah, it's like mm, you know, you eat you. I'll I'll be in the corner. Oh, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Terrific. <sighs> All right, folks. This is track ten as we start to wind this podcast down. This classy podcast. This is classy. in the midst of ruin. <laughs> solid song. I admit that towards the end of the album, I start losing track of what songs would. I think it's just because <laughs> uh, in terms of repeat listens, I don't have a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it, it was a song that I liked, and it was good. Okay. okay. Uh, this is clearly a sign of how far they've come from I Come Blood, where they're <laughs> discussing... <laughs> Lyrically, they're discussing the downfall of the human race compared to e- ejaculating some some blood. So I, I think we're we're making progress at least 24 years out here. What was that? 1992, 93. So kind of tells you how far they've come. You to just start to just snap and yell, "What are we doing?" 
what is what have we come to? That was that was like at eight fifty. I was like, what am I doing here? Why am I here again? Who are these people? Cannibal corpse. Why am I involved with this? Uh, I could be watching the Flash or something. I don't know. This is uh, very yeah, crisis on Earth X was X. Crisis on Earth X was excellent, by the way. Make oh, sure I'm, I'm all for it, dude. We use the CW app. I don't know. Is that what you use to watch, or do you try and catch it live? Yeah, I, I, no, I, I, I'm on I'm podcasting every night. I can't watch shit live. Yeah, um, I feel you. <laughs> so, yeah, I was at my mother-in-law's today waiting on my doctor's appointment, and I just fucking binge-watched the entire four-hour. Yeah, I was going to say, they, four, C, four, CW four has all four of them right there on the app, so it's pretty nice. Yep. Yeah, they'll, yeah. You don't have to like switch the, the shows or anything. It just it's had a, it was like put up like its own show, nice. uh, its own four episode show. But but uh, F- Scott Mendelson of Forbes dot com referred to Crisis on Earth X as the best Justice League movie this year. Oh, <laughs> shots Indeed. fired. Indeed. All right. Speaking of uh, shots fired, this is track eleven. Destroyed without a trace. And Jesse's last reaction to the Cannibal Corpse album. This is a hideous Ikor track 12, our final track of the night.
that's enough of that. Um, overall, I'm gonna give this album a B plus. You know, it's it's fine. It's 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 if you li- kind of like what I say about Slayer. If you like Cannibal Corpse, you'll like this album just fine. Um, but what it is is really not a bad track. I think the only reason why it's not an A for me and it's a B is it falls into that kind of same Z. You know, like if you played three tracks in a row and didn't tell me what their names were, I'm not sure I could pick them out. You know, so I, I got to lower the points for that. But overall, you know, as far as just kind of background noise or, a, you know, a one straight through listen, it's fine. It was upbeat. It kept my, you know, it kept my interest for the most part. Uh, I thought it was pretty good stuff here. Robert Cooper, your thoughts here on uh, our last two tracks and the album overall. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd like the uh, final track, Hideous uh, Iker, 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 what's Iker? Frost and Blood? Not Iconia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, really dug the last two tracks. Uh, if I were to give this album rating, that's yeah, seven and a half out of ten. Or is it out of ten, out of five. About, about a seven, seven out of ten. Uh, I mean, it's not a perfect album by any means. There's a, some repetition, and in terms of uh, diversity in the music, it may vary, but I'm really fan of, fond of Cannibal Corpse, so they can get a pass. Indeed. Okay. Jesse Starcher, why don't you give us your final thoughts here, and then I'd like you to respond, react to the <sighs> album cover art of uh, Eaten Back to Life, the debut album from Yield Cannibal Corpse. Oh, we, I, we are skipping Butchered at Birth. Because, oh shit. my gosh. Okay. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you have the floor. I just want you to react and, and, okay. and just talk talk about a skull full of maggots. Sorry. I'm, I'm just <laughs> reading more song titles. <laughs> That's messed up because a lady that I know just shared a story about some lady who had who a homeless woman whose head was full of maggots, right? And they yeah. saved her life, and they cleaned her up, and they showed her afterwards, and she legitimately had holes in her head where the maggots were. I I was I, I don't know that shit right there should have been a Cannibal Corpse album cover because that was some fucking yeah. nasty shit. Yeah, that sounds uh, pretty gross. It, it, <laughs> that's real life IRL, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so Yuck. okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I'll just give you my thoughts on this uh, as a whole because it j- it does get a little bit samey towards the end, uh, and uh, I I know you guys covered Cannibal Corpse, their last album that they did back in 2014. I don't think I was a part of that show, so I didn't have much uh, other than you, hearing you guys review it. I don't think I had much interaction with the album after that. It wasn't like it hooked me. Uh, there are maybe two or three songs on here I will gladly listen to again, but. As to whether I'm going to be revisiting Cannibal Corpse many times in the future, that is probably a negative on that. But that's not to say that these guys have some great musicianship. Uh, it The vocals can get wearing, which amazes me that this guy's been going at it for 20 years sounding like this. Uh, but, again, every song that we've listened to here, I was able to understand the lyrics and also, he didn't overblow it when it comes to the growl, in my opinion. So there you go. I, I give it a shot. You can find it on YouTube real easy and listen to the whole album. It's right there. Uh, give it a shot. See if you like it. If so, have at her, folks. Uh, but, okay, 
now let's get to these album covers here, all right? Because Butchered at Birth is it, after the I'm going to have like either some kind of traumatic episode or something as soon as we turn this podcast off. <laughs> I will go to bed and I will have nightmares as some of the shit that's going on here in front of me. Uh, we have again we're we're I assume. We're either in a doctor's office or we're in a butchery. Because I, I'm going to say these are two butchers, uh, these skeletal-looking like butcher guys with their butcher aprons on, and they are cutting into a woman. Again, uh, we are shown a body who has somewhat of a, you know, they're, they're kind of intact up top, but then as you slowly go down, they have been stripped of like skin and... <laughs> just down to the bone it, it's, it's nasty alright now that sounds gross in itself however there's a history here that you can see these guys have been doing this for quite a while as they are apparently and I'm just putting a little backstory slash headcanon into it but they are finding these pregnant ladies proceeding to kill them and we are watching this happen right now with this one where they've just killed this girl rip the baby from her womb and then they proceed to string the babies up on the ceiling and there's like, oh my gosh. This is horrible. Who thinks of shit like this? One, two, three. There's like, there has to be over 10 to 15 babies hanging from uh, I want to say their intestines or at least a string of intestines. I mean, there's one little right here in the center. We see this one little baby in the background. This is horrible. The intestines are going through the eyes of the skull and then just going right back up to the ceiling. It's like this. Uh, okay, there you go. I, I can't look at this any longer. I'm moving on. And I want to go to this last tame one. The one, the first one that started it all, Mark Radlich, uh, the You said it was called Eaten. Was it Eaten, Eaten Alive? What was it called? Oh, he. never mind. Coop, do you remember the, first na the name of the first album? I'm going to have to go back to... Uh, find time to leave me, Lucille. Eating back to life. There we go. Okay, quick, quick synopsis on the cover of this one. I I feel this one's pretty tame, unless there's something I'm missing here. Uh, which ooh, I don't know. This is almost. Well, I, I wouldn't say that's. It's not photography, but it is pretty realistic looking. Cadavers in the back. Uh, the guy on the front, proceeding to eat his own flesh uh, and his stomach and intestines are falling out. He's kept his jeans on, though, Coop. That's that's important, okay? His jeans are on. Um, he's got a couple of his own ribs in his hand. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back. <laughs> uh, Coop, save me here, buddy. Uh, what do you, as a whole, what do you think of these Cannibal Corpse al uh, album covers? I fucking love Cannibal Corpse's album covers. <laughs> I mean, they're creative, they're brutal, they're memorable. They definitely help you remember the uh, band and the songs and everything. So really, I feel like uh, it's worth it. Agreed. Uh, I'm trying to pick out anything else. There's like a necklace of with a small shrunken head. Looks like an intestine necklace hanging off of a tombstone in the background there. And 
it's painted different. It's you if this is the same artist, if the artist same artist did all these album covers, this one looks a lot different compared to the rest of them. Of course, this is a very early uh Cannibal Corpse. We said it was 89, 88. No, 90, 1990. So and is this censored? Was this censored? No, it was not. I didn't think there was anything too offensive on there, but uh, has Mark Radulich made it back yet? That's a negative. Coop, what else no, do you he's say still about moving. <laughs> uh, What else you got to say about Cannibal Corpse? Just, just throw anything out there, I guess. Uh, I personally prefer Corpse Grinder to Chris Barnes. I didn't like Chris Barnes' vocals as much because they're just way too over the top in terms of the. <laughs> Like, it just sounds like Brie, 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 Brie. That's pretty much all I hear. Like, I found Corpse Grinder a lot more intelligible. I'm not that big a Six Feet Under fan either. Six Feet Under is just kind of okay. That's Chris Barnes' other band. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at the the band history here. Barnes was out in 95, and George Fisher took over vocals since then. So he's that's 22 years that he's been going at it. Um and Chris Barnes went off to do what again? You said he went to do Six Feet uh, Under. Six Feet Under. Yeah, okay. That's a TV show. <laughs> Starring. Oh goodness. Well, I guess you know. Hey, if he's off the bathroom, let's do plugs. I don't see any any any, any reason to go ahead and belabor the point. We've got our final thoughts in. Uh, Coop, you go ahead and do uh, your plugs there, sir. Cool, because I'm wiped. Uh, this podcast exists. Mark will plug it. Uh, W2Mnet.com, my buddy Sean Garmer's site. I write for the a lot of the wrestling, the New Japan wrestling uh, articles. I kind of do a lot of the preview shows. Those are pretty all right. I enjoy that. Then uh, there's the Sentai Rider Podcast. That is Facebook.com slash Sentai Rider Podcast. It's S-E-N-T-A-I-R-I-D-E-R Podcast. Nobody's liked it recently just because South America must be on vacation. I'm kidding. It's probably just really uh, – it's overly warm there right now, so that's why. Uh, then you have us, scrapingthebarrel.com, probably Kevin Merrill's uh, website. I was on their podcast called Scraping the Bottle One, to Scraping the Bottom. It was dumpster fire. I loved it. He brought cake. And finally, Cannibal Corpse, uh, they're on tour right now. And they're going to be in Greensboro on December 3rd, so go uh, see them with me at the Blind Tiger. There you go. No, Arizona Pete. Sorry, the Blind Tiger was the other concert. All right. Go, Jesse. All right. Hey, I just want to tell you, Coop, I, somebody tagged you in a photo over the weekend. I don't know if it's a Thanksgiving photo or whatever, but you were wearing your Throssenblatt shirt. It looked good, man. It looked good. So I want to give you, wanted to give you you. props. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, as for myself, ladies and gentlemen, go give the Rattelich in Broadcasting Network's Facebook page a like to stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. Uh, I already mentioned source material at the top of this show. It's a it's pretty much like a, a book club for comics for me. Ronnie Adams, Mark Rattelich usually get together, discuss some stuff. Want to have some additional guests on here later this year. We got a, our schedules made out, ladies and gentlemen. It is there is a good bit of shows already planned for 2018 because we synergize. And there'll be more. And there'll be more. Mark, right? when, Mark Rattles when, don't stop when scheduling. We, when, when we figure out when Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage are all coming back, when we figure out when Cloak and Dagger's dropping, there'll be more shows. There oh, you just wait. 
We synergize with movies and TV, talk about maybe where the, the genesis of those ideas for shows came from. And upcoming is going to be our uh, Welcome Back Frank discussion. Two thousand came out in 2000, the Marvel Knights Punisher series, 12-issue series. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, shit. The- <laughs> Ma Nucci got the ill communication. Ma Nucci got the ill communication. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I was just telling guys, it's probably one of my favorite podcasts that we've done this year because I laughed a lot. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but, hey, that's that's this coming Monday. How about this past Monday? Have you heard of the show Runaways? That's right. Brian K. Vaughn's uh, creation, The Runaways, have come to Hulu. So we did a discussion on the 2003 series, first volume, all 18 issues of the runaways and we we certainly yeah it's a it sounds like a lot but the good thing is that i think we cut we cut that down to it like an hour and a half if i remember correctly we had it we got a pretty good yeah we we did decent um and you can go check that out beware though because it is if it's anything like the series and the series it's based on granted the series is a little bit different but there's definite spoilers and there is uh, some big twists and turns so be prepared if you're wanting to watch the tv series that uh, coverage of the comic book is probably going to be kind of faithful to that. So check that out. Other than that, you can follow me at Stiznarkey on Twitter. Uh, check, check out all the great podcasts that we have on there. You know, wrestling. Uh, we had a huge content drop from Screaming Boy here. It's going to be showing up these next three days. Watch for that. Some shows that were kind of lost in the shuffle there a while back, but they will be they will be reappearing on the Rattlech and Broadcasting Network. That's it, Mark Radlich. Let's go, buddy. What do you got? All right. Uh, next, so this week on the Radlich and Broadcasting Network, um, we had a review of Coco. Didn't quite go the way that I thought it was going to go because I got a work phone call right as it was starting, and I was gone for the first 20 to 25 minutes. So, oops. Um, next week, as Jesse said, we've got Welcome Home Frank on on Monday, source material. we got a TV party tonight. Uh, that's going to be a hail, hail the gang's all here. we got many people wanting to jump in and talk about the Punisher. He's the cat's pajamas. Uh, so we'll have an all-star cast. Or we won't. Or it'll be me and Robert. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. But a lot of people in the Rattling Broadcasting family have wanted to come on and talk about Punisher. So we'll do that. Uh, season 1, Netflix, t- TV party tonight for the Punisher on December 5th. Right here in the Metal Hammer of Doom, we got the Cavalera Conspiracy. Uh the uh, psychosis that'll be next week the week after we got a tv party tonight for the crown with andrew graham friend of the show uh friend of the friend of the network and then uh on the 13th of december i will not be a part of it but it's a but it's another one where robert cooper takes over the show it's his show his rules they're gonna do uh nay obelisk of metaconia (laughs) Obelis an album called Earn. So it'll just be him and Jesse burning the midnight oil. And then after that, oh boy, strap in. It's going to be a bumpy ride. It's Star Wars week, ladies and gentlemen. We got Princess Leia on the source material. We got The Last Jedi on Damn You Hollywood. Right here on the Metal Hammer of Doom, we're going to go on the Wayback Machine, a little album that came out in February, I believe, of this year called Galactic Empire, self-titled Galactic Empire. It'll be the 
uh, it'll be an interesting show because it's all instrumentals, but it's metal instrumentals and it's Star Wars because it's Star Wars week, ladies and gentlemen. And then we end Star Wars week, of course, by, with an on trial. We're going to take the hardest one to pick, to pick apart, the hardest one to prosecute. It's the universally loved Empire Strikes Back right here on the, the Rattle Engine Broadcasting Network. I'm going to prosecute this motherfucker because I'm going to find something wrong with this movie. I will. I've already had some ideas. So that'll be fun. Um, we uh, our Luke, metal hammer Luke kisses June. his own sister in that, right? Yeah, that's the one. Um, there you go. That's that's enough evidence. <laughs> terrible movie, incest. Yeah, <laughs> like, good old inbred um, Jedi, right? <laughs> yeah, metal hammer of doom's year end special will be December twenty seventh. Uh, we're gonna look back at some of the stuff that we did not get to this year. We went almost every single week, even weeks when I was in the hospital. Fuck, we figured it out, and we did it anyway. <laughs> but there, wow. but a lot of stuff dropped that we did not get to. So we're going to talk about it. Uh, you know, Jesse's going to re-bring up some stuff that we did get to and some stuff that we didn't. Robert and I are going to bring up some stuff that we did not get to. We're going to play some songs, have some fun, and talk about how the year in metal went. Uh, so that all happens on December 27th. But until then, I'm your... Mandated reporter, Mr. Mark Bradledge. For the Metal Coop, Robert Cooper. For the Disapproving Dad and the host of Source Material in his own right, Mr. Jesse Starcher. This has been the Metal Hammer of Doom's review of Cannibal Corpse Red Before Black. Be well, be safe, and behave. (laughs) 